not doing it. This is Funny to the Moon <laughs> Sunday Wake and Bake Sunday on It's Your Fault for Listening. I'm Travis Simmons, the big funny in the background. Uh, somebody's watching a, what is this? Gotham Season 2, Episode 14. Today uh, on Funny to the Moon is a Relationship Whole Math. Holes on sale, men and women. Yeah. And plus open topics. This is It's Your Fault for Listening. Um, so uh, that's one of our topics today. Plus you got open topics. Uh, you can always call in 515-602-9642. It's your fault for listening. Uh, I'm Travis Simmons, a comedian. Uh Orator, activist, blah, 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 blah. Joining me shortly will be uh, a few guests. And uh, and uh, anybody can call in any time. I'll even open up the chat room today. See what we got there. Uh, I'm pretty excited about whole math. Uh, a lot of people uh, get into situations where they didn't do the proper whole math. Uh, and it's very difficult to do uh, whole math before you get into a situation. Okay. And, uh, but once you're in it, you're kind of stuck. It's like one of those uh, things where people say, well, you should have thought about that uh, before you signed a contract. Well, how can you think about something before you're aware of it? You know, how can you know what's going to happen before it happens? Uh, your line is open, I think, now. Uh, last digit in your phone, two. <laughs> it's Lydia. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the show, Lydia. Uh, just uh, two minutes and 15 seconds late, no problem. I did 30 minutes the other day by myself. Uh for those of you that don't know, Lydia, uh, uh, one of our co-hosts here on Your Fault for Listening, uh, did comedy for the first time uh, uh, on Thursday last week, and we got Stoner McBoner in the in the chat room. Whatever that means. Okay, <laughs> welcome to the show, Stoner McBoner. Stoner McBoner. You know, that's a good one. <laughs> it is a good one. I, I don't, you know. I don't know if I would really want to put Mick on the front of my dick. <laughs> but uh, I mean, that's because you're not a white dude. Okay. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. A white brother. White love that Mick shit. Like they love they love calling themselves Mick, and I'm all like, hmm. I guess that's a like a white taking it back thing. Oh. They can they can do that. It's uh yeah. If you're white identified, Mick might mean more to you than it would be to me. I I guess I could go with that. So um. Men and women, uh, you know, we talked about whole math on the previous episode, and we're going to re-talk about it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, you know, just from the start, like it's from the beginning. Um, what are um, – so what I was saying right before you came on is, you know, a lot of people end up in whole math uh, situations that they didn't really consider all of the, you know, um, the line items that needed to be added up the equal to their whole math situation, right? You don't – um, you know, like uh, you didn't know that as soon as you uh, 
agreed to be the manager of something. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Sean said, come on, y'all killing my Stoner McDonough name. Remember, my Stoner McDonough <laughs> name, that's one of my first grade friends. I didn't even know that. He said, oh, man, you, I'm sorry, Sean. You, I need, we probably like that name, and we just destroyed it. He only, it's your fault for listening. Stoner McBoner will join us later. <laughs> Stoner McBoner. Well, I, I mean, like, my idea was, like, when she got that whopping weed. So Stoner McBoner isn't too far from that. Like, we're all talking about her genitals and weed today. I don't know. You're right. You're right. You're right. You said, uh, whole math, if you have a whop <laughs> and some good <laughs> weed, uh, anybody falling into your uh, circle, um, <laughs> for lack of better terms, uh, might be doing some pretty good home math if they're into the weed and the, and the wapness uh, uh, therein. But they're, what I'm saying, but like home math, like some people don't have control of their home math, right? So if you have an arranged marriage, right, you, you don't know what's going to happen on the other end of that uh, arithmetic. That means your daddy did that home math. Your daddy did the whole math. Your daddy's the one that profited from it maybe before the whole math. You know what I mean? Like maybe if you were like a uh, a fundamentalist Mormon uh, in one of those places, you know, your dad had a job because he promised, you know, your young self to uh, old Jeb. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't even know why, you, why your youngness uh, got to get, get hooked um, to old Jeb. You know who owns the you know the sawmill or the you know whatever business in the area. Um, I have a strict policy about men with biblical names. <laughs> what what is your strict biblical name man having policy? I don't want to have to be number two baby mama, and they already fucked their sisters. So like I'm not I'm not up for that. You know, biblical right. names like that. Just saying. Mm, you know, you ain't trying to I be step Mm-hmm. Yeah, I knew a Jedediah once, and he would wait for me to start speaking in any professional situation, and then just have to get like loud over me. Um, and he'd do this weird thing where he's like, "Well, I want to give you the credit for this, but I was just thinking." And I'm like, "Yeah, motherfucker, you were just thinking before I opened my mouth." Wow, interesting how it sounds so much better coming from your mouth. I gotta work on presentation. Is it the tits? I don't know. But my experience with men and biblical names is they're chauvinists, and um, they've either fucked their sister or cousin somewhere, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, well, um, you know, <laughs> I don't even know what to say that exactly, but let, let's talk about people taking – I'll start with the take, people taking uh, – credit for other people's ideas, right? That's what I hear in there. Uh, and I was trying to remember what TV show it was, but I don't remember where, you know, uh, somebody would come up with a plan and then uh, everybody would say, ah, that, that's a bad idea. And then somebody else would just repeat the exact same plan. And everybody would act like it was the most genius, original, uh, wonderful thing. And I, I think that's kind of, uh, when you hear the term um, mansplaining, how would you explain mansplaining? <laughs> uh, uh, well, the best one I can tell you is the printer is broke, Fred. Well, you know, you have to unplug it and plug it back in and turn it off and turn it back on. Like, oh. if you're a human in this world, 
that's dealt with any sort of electronics ever, you've probably already turned it off or on. And it's not like uh, when talking to another dude, because the first thing a dude will say to another dude is, well, I'm sure you tried, or like they give the benefit of the doubt. Like you already blah, blah, blah. They don't go through like a list of bullshit that seems pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> right. Uh, one okay. of my girls, she grew up in um, like a, what do you want to call it? A junkyard down in Vegas. And her bum, mom bum, used bum. to detail cars and her dad owned uh, all these cars and shit. So she grew up working on cars. And we went to a place to try to pull a nail out of a tire. And I don't know shit about automotive, but she does. And I watched her so gracefully, like, even after declining help several different times from three of the men that worked at the shop, they kept coming up and being like, oh, well, you got it, blah, 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 before even giving her a chance to do it herself and after she'd already said she had it. Uh, those are those well, are prime examples to me of like man okay, explaining shit examples. that doesn't need to be explained. Those are I, I like that explaining stuff that doesn't need to be explained. Explaining shit that doesn't need to be explained uh, to someone who already knows it. Now I can see some guys doing that if they, in general, think that and have been around women who don't have you know junkyard skills, right? Um. I was accused once of, of mansplaining to somebody, and I was like, well, did you know what I was talking about in the first place? And they were like, no. Well, then how's that mansplaining? If you didn't know what I explained to you, that, that's not mansplaining, right? If I gave you some new, some new information, that's not mansplaining. Maybe, I don't know, maybe in the way I did it. Maybe and I think I, some other women have different ideas of what mansplaining is, but to me it's like telling me something that I – I already knew or not giving me the information that I'm looking for, but rather like regurgitating whatever uh, you think is imperative in that situation. Like my kid mansplains me all the time with the word actually, actually it's, he doesn't know what he's talking about and I do. And that's one of the most frustrating things ever. And that has happened to me professional times a bunch, especially in weed, especially. Well, I think, I think with the kid, I think with the kid one, you would uh, the response might be, "Well, actually, I'm really curious on who you actually got that information from because it is so incorrect that uh, you actually shouldn't be listening to them at all anymore." <laughs> you know what I mean? Something like that. So Part of know. our not speaking anymore is I set up a rule that he has to cite and source any correction he makes on my statements. <laughs> right, you, you can't just be corrected. Source, motherfucker. <laughs> Right, you you can't correct me from your feelings. You have to correct me um, with documents. You know what I mean? With uh, actual information, which uh, you know, um, these days it seems to me like all of us get our information from so many varying sources, right? That uh, provide information for uh, many different reasons, right? Uh, most of which is advertising revenue. So if somebody is providing information to you uh, in order to get uh, advertising um, revenue, um, man, that's rough. That's rough, uh, being able to trust their information. So, uh, okay, so uh, welcome to the, uh, to the show, uh, CPS lady and um, SPM. 
and uh, whoever else is around. Uh, thank you for joining. This is your fault for listening. We're talking about whole math. Uh, you know, I'll tell you some. I'll tell you where, where uh, men make some bad whole math. GPS lady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, All what right. Is, there, there you go. You got, well, you got you know the CPS lady. If, if I'm correct on what that uh, is is standing for. services. Oh no, but I'm sorry. It's C C S P lady. Oh, okay, we're fine. It's cool. You're fine. Okay. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay, we got another caller that just joined us here. I'm gonna open up their line. Uh, welcome, caller. Your line is open. Hello, Big Funny. Hello, Lydia. Lydia. It's Yay. the psycholinguist. Welcome to the Psycho- show. Psycholinguist. Uh, yes. yes. How is everyone doing on this uh, gloomy Sunday? You know, it's a very gloomy yeah. Sunday. You know, the gloominess of this Sunday is probably beneficial to all the people who, uh, you know, uh, were extra fatigued as they set their clocks forward, spring forward, right? Um, I, but I've even noticed, though, when you have the fallback day and you push the clocks back, people are pretty sluggish on those those days as well. It's just, but when you lose an hour, you know, you kind of, kind of go through the same thing you would do, but you're kind of sluggish on that Sunday because you lost an hour. But that hour, missing that hour, kind of eats you up all week. Have you noticed that as well, anyone? Um, I don't know yet. It's pretty new. Uh, I woke up early. I mean, not too early, but and I'm full of energy, so I'm joining in. <laughs> I was Great. listening to you. It, it was super fun. Uh, and very interesting. And uh, well, I'm very excited that Lydia came up with this genius new field called HOMAT. <laughs> it's very, very valuable. It's almost like a combination of like relationships and the mathematics. It's like two fields together, and this could be very, very useful. You're right. It's yeah. not complicated I mean, like it's calculus. It's applicable in a lot of areas. Like, there's a lot of times I find myself being like, oh. That's because you did some dumb home math, girl. And then other times I'm like, that's some good fucking home math right there. <laughs> uh, you know, um, like personally, a couple of years ago, I was trying to get out of the U.S. I was super trying to like find any like country that I thought I might like gentlemen and like hoe my way out. Which is funny because, like, in a previous episode, I talked about how much I'm against the idea of, like, legal marriage. But I was willing to sacrifice that ethic for a dollar sign. And what I found out that dollar sign was, was 150 grand. It would cost Mm. me legally to immigrate to Sweden. I would have to be liquid 150 grand. Like, I would have to fully own property that I could sell or have savings or CDs or something worth 150 fucking grand, which like, that's never going to happen. Wait, 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 wait. You have to own property in Sweden? No, like I would have to own property here that I could sell or I would have to have some liquid standing to be 150k rich. You have to have money to go to Sweden. They don't want poor whites. They don't Huh, interesting. Uh, I know that there is a refugees and there is refugee area, so they do take refugees. Uh, they just don't want. I looked into that, Leah, but I just wasn't anyway. willing to 
actually commit to rug munching for the rest of my life because they absolutely do <laughs> offer refugee programs for homosexual peoples who are being uh, attacked and by their government and their country. And I was like, shit, that's so applicable right now. But like, but you might have to I'm, damage I'm your clit in order to even to get there, right? For the rest of my life, I'm just fucking lazy. So that wasn't gonna work. So uh-huh. I just had to get myself to swim like the the good old way, like marry in, right? Because I figured that most American girls were walking around looking at dudes, calculating their home math at like, oh, this motherfucker's worth like seventy five k a year. Like that's worthy. Uh-huh. Okay, like. And I mean, I know, I know, hoes that are selling for a lot less than seventy-five k. Like they're they're in love with motherfuckers at that like you know thirty-nine grand level, and that's cool, sister. Like do that. But <laughs> if you're gonna make a mathematical equation of value, I was all like, so a Swedish dick walking around has a base value of a hundred and fifty k. That ain't bad. That ain't think about why? Why do we want to live in Sweden, though? I'm curious. Well, Why I don't I now, not after the pandemic. They handled it very poorly. I'm very glad that relationship didn't work out and I didn't end up there. I am super <laughs> checking out Spain right now, though, so, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, uh, but uh, why <laughs> were you interested originally in uh, in Sweden specifically? I'm curious. Uh, Well, I figured that because of so many of their a social democracy platforms, right? Like their, their economics were good. Uh, their health programs were good. Their education programs for kids were good. And I was in, in my head, I was like the best thing I do for my kid ever is mm-hmm. to just get him. And to when the majority of the people are, Hey, when the majority of the people are, when the majority of the people are white and liberal, they'll grow lettuce on the roof. Right. <laughs> Uh, and I felt like it would be good for my kid. My kid's super white. Like I, I had first thought South America, and then I was looking at my kid, and I was like, "Nah, you too white looking for <laughs> for a lot of South America, right? Like you're gonna get rolled right away." So I'm gonna have to pick like some sort of like yuppier European white looking area to get you settled into, and Scandinavia in general. Like Norway was up there too. I just didn't meet anyone from Norway. Um, and then I actually accidentally found out that I'd been fucking a dude who was dual citizen Swede for years. And that was when I oh, fell wow. in love, apparently. You know? Aha! 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 Magically works. Whole math. Whole math. Whole math. 150K yeah. dick right there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's my yeah. personal example of a time oh. Lydia was willing to do whole math. Uh, very, very interesting. Uh, but about South America, there are lots of uh, white, pale people there. Uh, you know, lots of Nazis moved there after World War Two. So there's okay. generations of oh, very blunt people. Well, also, I, mean, and I don't know if that's the type of ruffians I want my kid hanging out with, you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so about Sweden, you said that you did not like how they um, handled the pandemic. Did you just talk about half Nazi guacamole lovers? <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Like that would be so confusing to me. I'd be like, oh, oh, what? But uh, oh, no, 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 no to South America. And I found out that Brazil speaks Portuguese. Yeah, and Portuguese. I want to learn. Uh, I I still feel like Spanish is uh, more behoovement 
behoove me. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes, so Spanish I want to learn Spanish. So that's my take easier. right now. Easier for us. Mm-hmm. Cool, yeah. cool. So Sweden and pandemic. Uh, I was uh, paying attention to it last year. So what happened? I remember that they did not have restrictions. Um, and what happened? Was there like lack of lives lost, or why you think it was not a good fair, approach? I have no right to say that Sweden did any worse than America, but <laughs> for their neighbors and for the people of Europe, they did poorly in handling the pandemic. Yes. They had one of and the higher Sweden. mortality rates. Yes, they did um, the lockdown. They said we're not doing yeah. the I mean, they, they were the highest in Scandinavia. Uh, mm. They had the highest death toll. And I haven't checked the world numbers in probably a couple mm-hmm. months, but Sweden was still yeah. up there. So it was still staying mm-hmm. on the charts as where part, other parts of Scandinavia were like very low into the teens last I checked. So mm-hmm. Sweden, uh, Sweden didn't handle that well. Well, in the beginning, they were doing well. I was paying attention because what happened is that IKEA helped them because they released the Swedish meatball IKEA recipe. Oh, <laughs> did it have no. uh, habaneros and beans in it or something? No, 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 no. No, just to put this out there, like I've had Swedish no, meatballs, like legit ones. They're okay, but uh-huh. like, what the fuck is up with lingonberries? Like, what the fuck is that? Oh, I'm getting a call for listening. Oh, because someone else is calling. Okay, so, well, what happened is in the beginning, uh, during the, when all this started, the pandemic started, uh, IKEA there, decided they yes. had a secret recipe. So they decided to release it. Good morning. So Good afternoon. Hey. Oh, we're getting a new call. Okay. Yeah, we can't really uh-huh. do it like that. All right, so you know, keep going. I'm listening. This is your yes, fault yes, for yes. listening. So I came up with a serious idea, like a more serious, uh, because what I see these days, Homas uh, um, uh, inspired me. So <laughs> I started thinking <laughs> psychology. <laughs> yes, I'm very inspired. Oh, uh, I started inspired uh, thinking psychology and relationship psychology, because I see how many people struggle. They constantly, I joined this relationship group, and I see how people struggle constantly. So it's no good. So I was thinking. Oh, if hold we on, Amelia. Why yes. would you join a group like that? Were you just doing research, or were like you hoping yes, for, for answers? Research, for research. Okay, just for checking. research and for fun, because one of my like a uh, uh, dream imaginary professions is a relationship counselor. I like that a lot. So I always do research a little bit and think about this topic. Uh, so I was thinking. I love like, it. For example, you are a man. Travis. Okay. So what is your favorite thing, like number one thing you can't live it without and you want it in a relationship from your woman? Titties. No. Um. <laughs> <laughs> this is your fault for listening. Funny to the moon. At noon. What it should be noon. Um, you know what? I really, you know, so, honestly, uh, it's not so uh, uh, chauvinistic like that It for me. It's uh uh, I mean, don't get wrong. Oh, I mean, don't get wrong. Titties to me are are like kryptonite to the guy in the cape. But um, in a relationship, it's somebody who can um, 
surprise me and entertain me with what they might say. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, they who can in- be entertaining. You want to be yeah, well, and not just entertaining, but um, be interesting. Be interesting enough to have uh, original have thoughts. No, somebody who has like original thoughts that um, isn't a go alonger um, that uh, thinks things through quickly and can um, uh, notice things that maybe I miss when I'm trying to analyze something that um, that uh, is not afraid to. Uh, to give her opinion and uh, unlike uh, too many folks get into their, their feelings, men and women and make it about them rather than the in talking in general about, you know, human flourishing and, uh, and just having fun talking shit. Um, That's kind of shit talkers. She got to be a shit talker. She gotta be funny. Shit talking. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, well, somebody who'll call me on my bullshit. In the relationship is shit talking. Well, yeah, because she. <laughs> I'm writing down. I'm writing. Yeah, down. you write down shit talking. She gotta be a she. A foul. <laughs> I, I I I need a foul my hole. Travis, that is one of the most original answers ever. What is the most important in a woman and in a relationship? Shit talking. Okay. Shit talking. Yeah. Because her shit talking surprises me. Like, okay, so like, for instance, if a woman grew up in a situation where she had to be uh, tough like a, like, uh, tough like dudes are allowed to be, okay, naturally uh, uh, in our world, and then she kind of, uh, like, if somebody has older brothers where the older brothers, you know, and they had to be competitive or they had to. It could be a tomboy type, but you know, it's 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 how can I put it? You know, they always say for comedians to not um, with balls, maybe, maybe, maybe one, maybe one ball, yes, chesticles. Well, you know, uh, cleavage sometimes does look like um, like uh, 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 the same thing as uh, 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 plumber's crack, crack. but better, exactly. (laughs) <laughs> but no, I guess uh, so. Really, the first thing would be um, someone who is funny, right? So when I say shit talker, I mean somebody. When you say okay, shit funny. talker, what, what, yeah, what you mean is funny, funny, but not just funny, like funny, like tell me some long ass story. Funny, quick, funny, funny, um, <laughs> quick, funny. Yeah, quick, funny. Uh, I know, you know, I know why somebody who's been, so yeah, who's been a lifetime. <laughs> You know, and then okay. I guess uh, the the next thing on the list of, of what 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 this particular man would want uh, uh, would probably be somebody who, um, you know, I was thinking about it. I was like, you know, um, I, I was first. I was thinking that somebody who's easy to make come that would be good, but no, it wouldn't be that. It would be somebody who, uh, um. Hmm, okay, that's the, the second question because we we got the idea. You don't you you don't get hungry, or you can feed yourself, uh, or any other basic needs are not that important. You like someone who is like a quick thinker, shit talker, funny. So this is yeah, yeah spontaneous even like spontaneous, like willing to go that. and um, you know, like all of a sudden be like, hey baby, let's uh, let's go over to the Space Needle and film blank. You know what I mean? Like I was talking to one of the musicians and he said. 
plan something with musicians, they like to have about three weeks in advance, right? So they can work on on whatever piece you want them to work on, you know, figure out how they can, you know, make it their own in well, some uh, little way. That is the yes. local thing. In Seattle, it takes the people minimum three weeks to do anything. That's a local mm. thing. In other uh. places, it's not like that. People are much more spontaneous. Okay. Can okay. I just say that I have some experience with musicians, and if you really want musicians to do something, just give them a blowjob. <laughs> Empty their balls. Is that what you're saying? Empty oh. the balls, and they're on their way? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> just- just my just my home ass tip of a particular expertise <laughs> I may have. Um, okay, so now I have the same question for Lydia. Lydia, what is number one thing like you would want in a relationship from a man? Like number one, you can't do without. Like it can be as basic oh God, as coffee girl. or food or bring you water in the morning. Anything. Like number oh, this one, this is like the worst time of without. my life to ask this question. Why, why? <laughs> why? Um, because I just recently went through, like, such a huge uh, moment in my life where I was, like, quite literally looking at, like, the physical representation of all the shit I had talked for a really long time about what I wanted. And I uh-huh. was like, oh, no, this is how this, oh, 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 no. <laughs> like, <laughs> So not only did I, like, lose a relationship recently, but I also had to really kind of, like, crumble some concepts I had about myself and about relationships, like, what, like, some hardline values of what I think is okay and not okay. Uh, so that's, like, a that's a pretty blurry picture for me right now. Like, I so thought are you I saying knew. that you uh, got what you wanted almost, and then you realized that what you wanted was not what you should have been wanting in the first place? Well, I mean, I had always ran into this particular type of dude that was hyper jealous or wasn't very understanding about the type of lifestyle that I have had. And Mm -hmm. one thing I thought for sure, and I can still say this in honesty and practice, is that I don't want a partner who's judgmental. I don't need to to hear grief or bullshit or shit talk about my history uh, Uh because I'm sharing it with you. So just shut the fuck up and listen, like, and be grateful. Like, I'm talking to you and I'm sharing parts of myself and my history with you. But that has been right. the way that it has gone. I, I have had all sorts of reactions uh, uh-huh. because, like, I live a pretty weird lifestyle. Like, I raised my child and have raised my child with who I like to call my homo life mate. And we were, like, Peter Pan kids together, and we were wild kids. And so there's a lot that comes into that story and that lifestyle, and I, I really wanted somebody understanding of that. So... In practice, what I wanted was someone who was going to be understanding that I've been a whore, but not actually be a whore themselves. From what you told us is that we know what you don't want. You don't want someone yeah, judgmental. Yeah, so that's why you when you want say what's the number one jealous. thing, like, fuck, I don't know. I, I have a huge list of what I don't this want, is, but I... Oh. <laughs> So you're saying so that right now, here, I want to mansplain you, you but how about, let me, let me guess this for you, Lydia. Uh, are you saying that you know now what you don't want, and even if you saw what you wanted, you'd have to really take your time to watch out what you, what, for what you don't want, because that doesn't show itself right away. 
Yeah, man. Like, I got fucking paralyzed up in some, like, commonalities, and there were a lot of them. Uh, some things that were just, like, so cool to have in common with another human and to vibe on. But when like, it what came down that? to, like, what like, was that? what do you want to vibe on? Like, what is that one thing? Like, Travis told us someone planning I mean, for in that particular is. connection, like, we raised our children the same way. And I never realized until that relationship how important, like, similar parenting styles is, even though, like, every psych book says that. Every psych mm-hmm. book. But I, also, didn't, I didn't realize that that was, like, a thing, that there could be, be another person out there that, like, mm-hmm. you know, explains BDSM to their child in the kitchen while they're having coffee, you know, because I feel like it's a subject <laughs> that should be talked about, right? I didn't know that. I didn't know that there were other people out there like that, uh, religious practices or beliefs in metaphysics. Like, we just had a bunch of shit in common. Yes, Billy. Some people like to blink. (laughs) Yeah, and the sex was fucking incredible. It was, like, it was the best sex I've ever had, which, you know, everybody always told me I was going to find that mythical dick someday that was just going to, like, fuck me up real good. And that for sure fucking happened. You know, you call it a, a, a mythical dick. Uh, one of the uh, yeah. one of my jokes, uh, what I called that in the past was I said, uh, no woman's going to be the woman she can truly be until dick 11. Okay? Not an 11, yeah. <laughs> not an 11 yeah. inch dick, well. but just a dick that makes you forget <laughs> about kind. all the previous dicks. Dick 11. <laughs> oh, no, and it, and it's not, it might not be dick, it's just somebody who did whatever you needed, needed uh, figured out what you desired and did that, right? Because isn't that what it really is about? Uh, in general, two people, the whole math is um, to hold will this person... Like mutual home mathing. So what I was saying that from uh, we can create this, uh, this mutual home mathing system that suits everyone and the math matches uh, and it's equal for both sides. So for example, if we come up with a list, like what is number one most important I can't live without? Then number two, three. So like maybe about five major things, and then there is another person, and he already has the list, and then we match these things, like what does she want? Like it's very hard to counsel Lydia because <laughs> she, she has a lot. <laughs> You're right. She's, she's put nothing on the ledger. She's put nothing on the ledger of, except for the negative things she don't want. She doesn't really want know what she wants. Actually, you know what? You know what, though? Maybe (laughs) the only way Lydia is going to be able to do the proper whole math on somebody new (laughs) is if she talks to their exes, because only an ex will be able to tell Lydia... No, 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 done that, done that, no, no, no. Wait, 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 last one, like, I loved his wife. His wife was wonderful. She was so sweet, like... Oh, and then you you should have figured out if wife is sweet, then he's an asshole. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe. little mathematics. Well, I mean, so, but again, I had experience with a dude who like would like shit talk their ex and their baby mamas and be all like, rah, 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 and that never felt good. Like listening to that bullshit, like you're like, oh, that's how you that's feel about women, especially women who had your baby. Hmm, that's attractive. You know Wait, what's no, funny about that? that? Never worked for me. You know what's flag. funny about that, uh, Lydia and Leah? Uh, one day, uh, on the day of the the day after the OJ murders, I said to my dad, "I said, Dad, do you think he did it?" 
He said, uh, you think OJ's a nice guy? You think that Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, or Magic Johnson are nice guys? To be, be the best at anything, especially football, you got to be a killer. He said, the, my father said, the question is not whether or not he did it. He said, the question is, what type of rotten motherfucker do you have to be to leave your children with no mother? He uh-huh. said, uh, and then uh, he said, uh, he said, and he said, uh, I can't stand your mother, but I didn't tell you that shit till right now. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And then I said, uh, why? Because she talks shit about you all the time. And he said, if I was talking shit about your mom, you'd hate me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, my dad's a genius. You know what I mean? That's deep, right? It's also very painful. That's like one of the worst things you can do to children to talk shit about their other parents uh, because you just break their hearts forever. It's very, very painful and it's very sadistic. I think you make children feel like half of them is bad that way. Yeah, half of them. Like you're telling your child that half half of of who they are is inadequate. It's awful. It's a terrible person. You're you're half joker. Mm-hmm. But lots of times, if you are nice and you know this, and you don't tell children anything, then they don't know the truth, and then they think that the other per- person is an angel, a hero, because you always talk well about them, try to take care oh, of the children. See, yes, the other yeah. way. It can backfire so the other way. I have a little way. bit on this. On this, to be, to be truth, fair. Right? So my whole math on, like, having kids is all fucked up. Like, I just did not pull that reproductive uh, check Everyone's math is fucked up on this Yeah, no, like, I, man, but I've seen some women make some money having babies. Goddamn, like, I just, like, I never, I was just hotarded. Like, I couldn't figure out how to charge, you know? Um, And when Mm -hmm. I got knocked up, like, I saw it as this personal, like, this is my child and this is my responsibility and I'm not asking any motherfucker for permission. So therefore I'm not asking for any motherfuckers participation. Uh, I've always taken that line with my kid and his biological father and his biological father is an addict and is out doing his thing. Mm. Yeah. I mean, and it's hard on my son, but it's real. I've always, like, when my son wanted to go meet the dude, like, I arranged for that to happen, but I always kept safety and, like, my kid in mind in those interactions. Like, I wasn't going to go drop my kid off in the motherfucking hood uh, with some junkie, you know? Like, but we met in some parks and we did some nice, like, public things that you do with a fucking active junkie. Uh, But I never, like, sat there and, like, trashed the dude, but we did talk about how he suffers from a disease and that disease is fucking real. And that disease is addiction. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, by you saying his we disease is addiction. About it. And in the same token, I talked to him about like the, the, the few things that I know of that his father was just really good at. And like Berkeley will walk around often and talk about how he gets this or gets that from this person or that person. And he says that shit with pride. He doesn't say it yeah. with a it's sense of like, you know, my so-and-so is a piece of shit. So I do think that you can take a real line with your children uh, about their parents and about the people who affect them because that's fair. Like, <laughs> but at the same time, I think you need to, you need to do it respectfully and you need to take into account that you're talking about your own kids. 
when you're talking about that other person. You're listening exactly. to Waking Big Sunday, Home Math on Your Fault for Listening. <laughs> and Home Math is getting very serious, which I was expecting. When I heard this first time, I was like, hmm, that's very good. <laughs> you're right, Home Math is serious. This is listening <laughs> to comedy, and we do crack jokes, but Home Math is serious talk. It really is serious stuff because if you do um, bad home math, um, you can um, ruin your life for a little while, right? I mean, uh, be some bad situation. I wouldn't say ruin. I would be in bad situation. You you may bankrupt your life for like eighteen years. You you may be uh, thrift store shopping for the next uh, thirty five years. Like these are the types of uh, associations I make now with doing bad home math. Where I'm like, oh, guess who gets new clothes in the house? Not this bitch. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And also, guess who gets a new computer in the house? Not this. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. And also, um, Travis does not know all this, but uh, good for you, Travis. (laughs) And also, if you think that children are going to grow up and there's going to be less problems, no. They never grow up. They grow up in size and they grow up in many different ways, intellectually, whatever, but they're still your children. So this child-parent relationship never goes away. So, no, big children, big problems. That's a well, lifetime of whole math. I, <laughs> don't mean I feel like that depends on the setup, though, girl. Like, I've been prepping my kid for the past five years with I'm going to abandon you at 18. I'm leaving you. You can have the house. You can have the car. You can have the bills. You can have all of it. Oh, I'm abandoning mother. you at 18. The bills. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You can have the bills. I, I like <laughs> fair expectations, you know? Like, I just want the kid to know and be prepared because it's going to happen. I was a mom at 21. But didn't which, the pandemic uh, make you have to do some different mom math, some different parent math? Mm-hmm. The fact that, no. uh, no? No. No. Really? <laughs> I mean, so I didn't talk about it on stage, but I should have. Like, this is the first time in my kid's life he's getting all A's, dude. Like, honestly, pandemic has not been so bad for my kid. Like, he's why is got he getting ADD all A's? Like a motherfucker. Why is he getting all A's like now? A motherfucker. Uh, and getting out of the social stimulation of all the people around him and all the like distractions. Mm-hmm. has improved his ability to, like, retain concepts and projects, like, 150%. Wow. It's the best shit that's ever happened to him. And to so be basically fair, like, that some kids we may see better. how it goes to send him back, but honestly, like, I'm sitting here trying to do home math. Okay, so I guess this is a pandemic home math. I'm trying to figure out, like, how much hustle do I have? Like, am I at the, at the private school hustler level yet? Like, are we there yet? No, not quite. So what is that math? Like, how do I have to be the type of hustle home math that, like, I'm sending my kid to private school so that he keeps getting A's? I don't know. Well, how about this? How about not private school, but how about do the whole math of uh, um, a couple of days ago, I think the day before yesterday, on uh, HBO Max, uh, HBO Max 
South Park, and they spelled it uh, P-A-R-Q. South Park put up a, a vaccination episode. And uh, one of the things in there was that uh, there ends up being a bunch of private tutors. And that, and you know, because uh, people want to keep their kids at home with just one person taking a chance on getting the virus from rather than the expert, you know, the math you got, the, the, the sick math you got to do, sticking your kid back around, you know, 100, 200, 500 other kids and faculty. And then coming back to cough, sneeze, breathe on you. You know? Um, I mean, I'm not even looking at it from, like, the sick math. It's just more like my child's academic performance has gone up so much, like, with the lack of school environment. <laughs> right. But I homeschool and that kid save nobody. Like, mm-mm, no, no, no. We ain't that white. Um, <laughs> well, the homeschooling works depends on it depends on the, the 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 home teacher, right? If the parent is good, it, it might be okay, but if not, it can really be awful, right? I mean, oh I don't know God. fucking algebra. I know drug dealer math and home math. Like, you know, <laughs> I mean, oh, algebra is very useful, and in general, why I like home math is that mathematics are the most useful after reading. So I heard that <laughs> talking in our state that oh, mathematics are not that necessary at school or something, but no, that is bullshit. And uh, what I studied at the university, uh, I studied uh, psycholinguistics, which is the combination of psychology and linguistics, but uh, uh, part of linguistics, I studied structural and applied linguistics, so they taught us lots of math, like mathematical analysis and uh, subjects like that. What I realized is everything is based on mathematics, because that's how we understand the world, and we decided to count and add up and use all the systems that involve mathematics. So if we don't learn it well in early age, or later at least, our math and our home math and our life is going to be fucked up in a way because we don't understand the main um, relationships between the, uh, the main components of life just because we didn't have learned math well enough, unfortunately. So you're so saying that whole math could really be important. a new category of taking uh, arithmetic, trigonometry, calculus and applying it to life. Yes. Life, livelihood. Relationships, jobs, family, um, and everything else. Home. And it, yeah, it's just that uh, it's life math almost. You know, it's life math. Because life math yeah. basically, are you going to be a yeah. hole for yourself? Are you exactly. going to hold for somebody else? You know, um, you know, will you be a hole to get some knowledge and experience and skills to do something? Um, are you. Okay, to... so hold on, hold on, hold on. I have an example of that. I have so many times dated dudes to figure out base concepts of shit that they were good at. Like, <laughs> power tools, for example, right? I, I didn't know how to use power tools, uh, and then I kind of fucked around with the dude who uh, did that sort of stuff. And I was like, oh, interesting. Why don't you show me that again, you big, tough, strong man? I know you love showing off. How did you use that skill? Right. <laughs> uh, 
So that's some whole math right there. If you're trying to make it up in the world, my mama, she dated her art professor in college. That's some pretty good whole math. That's a good way to get an A. Mm-hmm. Hey. <laughs> that's uh, yeah. But doesn't art and doesn't A and art even really translate anywhere else in the in the? I mean, it got that bitch a beach house on Whidbey Island. So that's uh, I, I'd say that, it got her somewhere. She graduated you know from the University of Washington with honors in fucking printmaking and a minor in art history, but the bitch still ended up with a beach house on Whidbey Island for a while. Yeah. Wow. That, that's a, you know what? If your whole math gives you a beach house and you wanted a beach house, that, that's probably some good whole math. Maybe, maybe not, depending on, you know, the particulars. I mean, yeah, exactly. You got to look at them particulars. Where my mama's math went bad was he'd already been married fucking eight times and divorced what? and widowed. Yeah. Oh. So there wasn't much left of the fucking pie for her to, like, try to really get a hold on. And he wasn't trying to marry her none. So in the end, she didn't die in that beach house, you know, because she got tired of the dick and she didn't have no legal standing. So... That was some bad, uh, bad calculations on her part. Well, well you know, why didn't you say that? Go ahead, Lydia. Lydia. I mean, Leah. Uh, Our uh, names are too similar. My name is Lydia. Cool. <laughs> well, it, you know, it's lul, lul, which is the sound of the type of carpet munching whole math that uh, <laughs> that Lydia didn't want to want to uh, calculate. Um, for earlier in our conversation. Um, well, here, well, how about a question about bad whole math, like bad arithmetic, like, um, like, uh, give me an example of one. You guys can talk about this or not. Or and one lady said one time to a younger lady that, uh, if you are a, uh, trying to be, find a sugar daddy, you got to watch out. Cause if the sugar daddy is, uh, uh, that everything's fine and Danny until daddy wants some sugar. And if daddy's on Viagra, a Viagra dick don't go down. And I'm like, woo, that's some bad math for your holes right there. You know? <laughs> Very bad. Uh, well, Travis, Lydia, so far, what I'm thinking is that, uh, well, why do whole math does not work? Because people don't know whole arithmetics, which is a lower level. So mm-hmm. I, I feel like basics <laughs> are not yet, so we have to start from whole arithmetics, and we have to uh, figure out the basics. What do we are you want? saying like that you've got to work on your whole arithmetic before you get the yes. whole multiplication algebra? Whole algebra is way well, down the line, algebra, right? So whole algebra, that's a very high level. That's a high level whole. That's, that's high level whole stuff right there. Very few yes. people, men or women, get to whole algebra, <laughs> right? They whole get stuck on, right? Because okay. right, I think you, I have the 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 deduction, you guys. I think it comes down to like, are you wifing or are you whoring? You know, are are you husbanding or are you hoeing? I think that's because that that more or less. Make are you your uh, or your price tag. Are you tag. wifing? You said. Are you wifing or are you yeah. hoeing? Oh, it's the same yeah. shit. Yeah. Well, no. Well, wouldn't wouldn't the difference I, I be that, uh, that, that if you're wifing, well, you know? if you're wifing, how about this? If you're wifing, you got to do all of the things, you know, for one one 
you know, one chap, right? Where if you're just, if you're hoeing, you could end up being just part of that wifey mode for like, like one dude uh, who got enough money just might need you to, uh, um, you know, take him shopping, show him what to buy. So he looks good in his, in his other world when, when that you're not in. Right. Um, but another dude, might need you know so basically if you're doing whole math and it's, it's just hoeing not wiping. another dude another dude might need you to wash his shit stains out of his underwear you know right like right right yeah and 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 and, and you're right you're right uh and that might be some bad whole math right uh, so that's why I was talking about horse medics. Uh, so there is always negatives. We none of us are perfect. We all have something gross, disgusting going on, or whatever. I don't know. But it has for you. <laughs> it has to be like, oh, it, it's okay. I'll take that. That's cool. I love this person, but he's giving me something that it makes me feel so good. That that's okay. That's a minor detail. So that happens when you are in a happy and a good, successful relationship. Um, uh, you got lucky or you've done a good home app. I'm not sure. Uh, but um, so that's why it's important to figure out, like, what is, uh, what is, like, number one and number two and number three for you. You can't live without those things. You love those things. And if that person can give you that then you try to return the same. So that's like a simple arithmetic, but it might work. Very good points. Very good points. Uh, Sean in the, uh, in the uh, Sean said from whole math to trichonometry, trick, trichonometry, trichonometry. <laughs> yeah, trichonometry. Yeah. And, and then there's a the big distance, right? So what you're talking about there, uh, uh, Leah, is basic whole math, right? Whole arithmetic. Yes, basic. Whole arithmetic. You got to start with whole arithmetic, right? Um, picking your job. How many of your hours of your day are you going to give up to somebody else in order for you to get what you want, you know, uh, be able to eat what you want, live where you want to live, right? Some people aren't willing to do that type yes. of whole arithmetic, right? Some people will be like, well, I'll give up uh, my holes every time this person wants to stick his stick in it. Uh, in order to have be you know to have comfort, right? Other people are like, mm, that's some bad whole math because um, things can go really bad and you never know when they are, right? Uh, some people are saying, look, I know if if I uh, help him get some other holes, they can do the whole arithmetic line items that I don't want to participate in, right? And I still get the benefits. Of, uh, uh, of of this um, wealthy uh, trichonometry, <laughs> if that's what you want to do, right? But um, if somebody else is controlling the purse strings, uh, talk talk about that, uh, uh, Lydia, if you would. Um, talk about when somebody else controls the purse strings, how it is uh, very easy to do some bad whole math while I open up um, Carmela's line. Carmela, your line is open. Carmela, meet Leah. Leah, meet Carmela. Hi. Hello. Uh, Carmela Hello. is a, a vegan store uh, owner in uh, in uh, Philadelphia, I think she said, and a uh, uh, member of the uh, um, Funny to the Moon. I've been on like 150 episodes with us. 
So there you go. We're talking about whole math with Lydia, Lydia Leah, and, and now Camilla. There you go. Uh, Sean in the chat room said uh, A plus B equals C D's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you see, you have started a whole new field. <laughs> I know. I don't even know how this happened. Like, I've been, I've been repping the phrase home math for a minute, and then, and I've even like Travis and I have even shit talked about it before, um, yeah. and it just became like a an ongoing thing that I started like observing all the time. Uh, oh, you're right. Hey, how about this? How about this right? question? Uh, purse strings. How many times have you seen somebody? Have you how many times have you seen somebody and you look at them and you can just see a look on their face? Mm, they did some bad whole math. <laughs> oh yes, many times, many times. Uh, well, Travis, I when mean, you mentioned like, for, for sale or hoser or buying hose or something, I thought you were talking about Aurora because we live like three minutes where there is prostitutes up and down all day long. And I'm not a judgmental person. My friend even friend yelled at me, you should call them sex workers. You're not even supposed to call them prostitutes or anything. Right. But what's going on is that they have taken over, this is a true story, have taken over the ATM machine. Every time we go there to withdraw money, they hit on Jake, my, my boyfriend. <laughs> my men, right in front of my eyes, they're like, oh, you want to have some fun? And Jake has to tell them, right here, my girlfriend is behind us. This happens every time. This is insane. You know what, though? So. That's actually some pretty good hoe math. You, you know what? That's actually a tip for the people in the world. Hoes really shouldn't be walking right around on the ATM. street. Right Hang out at the, the, at the ATM. And that's brilliant hoe math. You know, there's one lady, she said that she was a little heavyset lady, but she was telling me about how she had slept with like 100 dudes in like a year, right? And I was like, how'd you do that, right? She said she was just, whenever she wanted to have sex, she would go to the liquor store and stand by what she liked. So, you know, what kind of liquor she drank. And as soon as somebody uh, was buying some of that, she would like, uh, hey, you want a you want a friend? You know what I mean? You want some company? And then, boom, next thing you know, they're drinking and drinking and fucking. But let's go back to the eight. The number. So here, that's yes, a brilliant so thing right what? there. The whole mass of standing by the ATM is brilliant. Travis, I have a question yeah. about this, like about this uh, sex workers, this girls, which I have a personal relationship with. Every day I, I interfere with them. I smile. I wave. Uh, I flirt. I even had fights at Jake. Uh, they almost maced us once <laughs> so, because they live right there, uh, right next to me. They're my neighbors. So is uh, their business good home at or bad home at? Uh, because they stand there the whole evening. They do very hard sales, especially in the pandemic. Probably business is not that great. Very hard sales, approach cars, approach people at the ATM. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, yes. Well, and, you know uh, what? Even if you approach them at the ATM, I think it'd probably be some – I think it's hour. bad home math in a pandemic because – it's bad home math in a pandemic because I saw a report that said that uh, they found a virus in sperm. So uh, – <laughs> I mean, um, well, hopefully they protect themselves from that. But what I'm saying is that they stand there in every weather, walk up and down uh, with like a bare butt, the poor girls, and um, you know they're gonna make sixty bucks an hour or not. So I don't know if this is a good home at when oh, I've talked to these girls. drive and make the same amount of money an hour, but like. <laughs> I don't know, we are doing a horrible home ad or they're doing a bad home ad. 
I'm not sure. So this was my question. What do I would you love. I would love to explain uh, the stroll concept on Aurora, and it is particular to Aurora here in Seattle. So I've worked in weed, which means I've worked in several shops up and down fucking Aurora. Uh, and I have, over the years, taken sex workers out to lunch if they would let me, and I have paid for their time to sit in my car and talk to me and smoke cigarettes and my weed. Uh, and I had basic questions because in my generation, it's really popular to be pro-sex worker, right? And there's, like, this big, like, fuck these motherfuckers for their money, like, this is empowerment, like, fuck these, fuck these dudes. And I, I do see some of that at some higher ends, but the stroll, like, the survival stroll, like, those girls are living a different world. And... The average the average blowjob on fucking Aurora uh, tenders these girls about thirty dollars. That's the average. It's anywhere between twenty and forty dollars for a fucking blowjob while you sit in your van or your truck. Uh, and I had specific questions for all of these girls. Like I wanted to know what were men purchasing. Like why in an era full of fucking free sex. Like if if you're if you're willing to take a chance with a sex worker on Aurora, like I'm gonna guess some of your standards are, you know, you could find free sex worth that, for sure. Uh, so why are people purchasing it? And what I started finding out about the particular acts that these guys were purchasing, most of them were middle-aged white dudes. Most of them were married. Most of them drove SUVs or trucks. Most of them would pick these girls up between the graveyard. And like 145th, <laughs> a lot of them did the Home Depot parking lot. Like that's uh-huh. that's a common place for these girls. And I, at least three different girls accounted to me that they would their wives would call or like they would be on the phone with their women, being like, "Oh, traffic's really bad, and I've got to be at Home Depot," because. <laughs> We now have all of these phone locators and all sorts of ways to, like, monitor our partners. (laughs) And it's really common just to be driving up Aurora. So these girls are getting, like, choked. Uh, They're being asked to, like, gag to the point of throwing up. Apparently that's, like, a a popular product, which I just, I can't fucking imagine. Uh, Wanting girls to cry, that also seems to be a thing. So when I found that out, when that was, like, becoming kind of a consistent story that dudes were purchasing uh, acts that, like, I think it's that they know that that behavior would not be accepted from a woman at a peer level, like an equal. But if they're paying for it, they can get away with some ratchet fucking shit. And it developed this concept to me of where at least at that level of prostitution, like, people are owning you for a minute. That's the appeal. It's not the sex. It's not how good you look. It's not how pretty you are. It's not because they're so horny. It's mostly because they want to treat somebody subpar and get away with it. Uh, And that that was really heartbreaking. Very, very. But I'm curious, like, how common are these kind of men and how common are these kind of uh, men really desires? 
So if it's common, if this is what men want, obviously that's not what Travis wants. <laughs> He's on a different intellectual level, I would say. But, uh, well, this is also like sexual Well, go ahead and ask Travis how many fantasy. times he paid for pussy in his life. Well, like, no, let's not ask him right now. But, uh, well, I was curious, <laughs> like, uh, sexual <laughs> desires and fantasies, they're, they're, you can't judge them. They're, they're fantasies. That's why they're fantasies. They're no, something out of the world. Right now, but, uh, so, that's very funny how many times I pay for pussy. Um. <laughs> so I was wondering if that's what men want. Like, why they, when they are trying to find a partner, why they, don't they tell them? Do you know what? I love choking and gagging. Are you up to that? And then woman is going right. to say, no, get away. Or she's going to be like, I love that. And they're going to have great sex and not looking for right. an error. So, and so you're saying that I'm a, a big part of your choice of partner or, like yeah. that, I'm judging the idea that you have to do it all creepy like a fucking, you know. Yeah, so you're that's saying that a big like, part of romance and just be like, this is my thing. You're saying that a big part of basic relationship romance would be being yeah. honest about what you're into, what you like, your sexual desires, yes. your sexual desires and fantasies, and yes. right. If yes. you want to be the here, I'm gonna go Something red fox. I'm gonna go, if you want to be the choker <laughs> or the chokey, yes. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Right. Uh, yes, because I have a friend who is into S and M, uh, and if he's with a um, woman who is on a lesser level of S and M, he's not satisfied. He wants more, more, more. So when I asked him, so how is your relationship going? I meant like love and breakfast, and you know they're not fighting and they're doing cute things. He says, well, everything is fine if she was willing. To take some harder stuff, you know, because this is not on the level that I like. So that was interesting. That's the most. Hold on, you said take some harder stuff. What do What do you mean by take some harder harder stuff? Beating, like harder beating and torture and things like that. So he wants to beat her, uh, or he wants to be beaten. Yes. Yeah, both. Mutual. Both. Uh, But she says. She starts screaming, oh, that hurts, and she How does not want to go further, and he's not happy uh, because he wants someone who is, who is on a higher level of, you know. No, he wants them. somebody who can take so, an ass kicking. Okay. I never heard of that shit before. Uh, I, I, well, you know what? That's what has to you know what? You know what? Uh, he might need somebody who... Nuh-uh. You Nuh-uh. get pleasure That's out not of That's all it is. It doesn't have to be all like that. It doesn't have to be like that. Just saying. No, I'm saying that, uh, well, if you hide your true sexual desires because you are embarrassed and you're not comfortable and you think it's weird and then uh, your partner does not do them and can't do them and you're not satisfied, you are trying to, I'm not saying that that's cool, but that's the explanation, right? Right. Hey, hey, uh, Sean in the chat room just said, now we are at 50 shades of trigonometry. Yeah. Fifty Shades of Trigonometry <laughs> on your phone. By the way, that book sucks. It's so badly written, but people are so curious uh, curious on the sex topic and want, like, porn in many different versions uh, that, uh, you know, that book became very popular. But Jake and I, we tried to read it, and it sucks. It's right. No good. Now, that book is too. garbage. That whole series is garbage, and I didn't even read it. <laughs> I knew it was garbage. The woman I think we, uh, we, we did an episode on that book. 
on Funny to the Moon, it was like Fifty Shades of Stupid or uh, Fifty Shades of Capitalism. <laughs> I think it's basically yeah. the premise was that uh, if he wasn't a rich guy, she wouldn't let him do none of that shit to her. You know what I mean? He could be a broke yeah. dude, you know. Uh, you know. <laughs> and so I, I guess uh, uh, yeah. it's very interesting. You know, I uh, you uh, 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 just to combine two things. You asked me uh, how many times I bought. Uh, uh, sex, but I'll tell you sometime, one time I was offered sex. Um, I was offered sex on Aurora at the gas station, and the lady actually said to me, it was $60 for a blow, no, $100 for a blowjob, and if I didn't like it, she'd give me 40 back. I'm like, you already talking <laughs> rebates. Alright, <laughs> 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 This is your fault for listening. So uh, I think we, we really hit on something. One of the uh, important uh, things in horror arithmetic at the start is to put on the ledger um, what things will equal out to you being happy, right? If you hide things that are um, costly to the other person, that uh, either a person's already done it or a person willing to do almost anything would have to be at that level in order for them to participate with you at the level you need. If you don't let them know that, um, you're, you're going you're gonna to be in for, for a disappointing time, and then maybe you need to get some side ledger uh, whole math going on picking up somebody at random. You see what I'm saying? And then including those fluids and then bring it back to the person you're – you know, in this I like, uh, whole math contract. That's with. a horrible whole math. If someone brings horrible, I, there you go. Horrible, horrible whole math. <laughs> that's the yes. that's the man's version of whole math too. For me, I feel like the baseline is to hoe it or not to hoe it. That is the question, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, <laughs> and then how do you define hoeing it? Uh, I tried to make this point before, and I I just I'll go back to it just real quick, like. I don't see a lot of difference in the math uh, between choosing a husband who is well-situated with benefits, a car, like looking at the standards of their ability to provide as a modicum of like choosing them. Like that's their, that's their thing. They support you. And then looking at a girl who sells her holes, essentially, for cash, um, as too much different. The math is different. The act. Uh, what, if, what if you are in love with that man? I mean, possible? I would ask the same thing of sex workers. Like, I don't, I'm not sure whether you know this or not, but a lot of girls get put out on the stroll by the loves of their lives. Yes, the pimps, right? Like, it, uh, yeah. <laughs> so you saying that uh, yeah, I know. Part of, uh, usually like they're uh, baby mamas, pimps, baby mamas usually. Yes, that's the relationship, big uh, happy family. Okay, so um, so many I'm people not can be. To judge them. I'm just being sad and sarcastic. No, but yeah, you're talking about being yeah. tricked into some bad hoe math, right? Or uh, uh, no, tricked into being a hoe when that wasn't your plan. You sell your hoe like I'm, a I'm saying that survi- it's survival math, an and it's done differently, and it's done with uh, with different levels of expertise. But it's a it's a general like female mathematics like 
not to disclude you gentlemen, I mean, you do your own type of home math, but I think all women from age zero on up have to do this type of fucking arithmetic in life. Like, definitely. Uh, but look at this lady. Men also have to do their own home math and their own home. For sure. That's how they go through life because maybe they don't have to, I mean, the way they marry or, or you know, like organize social expectation is yes. that their involvement in, in, in romantic relationships, their involvement as a father, their involvement in society is the moneymaker and the provider and the protector. Like that. We may be woke right now, but Mm -hmm. in behavior, you still see that shit everywhere. That still exists. And I'm 35. Like, I I grew up with rom-coms that were just, like, horrible. So we were socialized as a generation. (laughs) Wait, I mean, so what kind of home did you grow up? What type of home did I grow up in? Yeah, you you mentioned the homes, and I missed it. Like you said, I'm 35, and I grew up, and then I missed it first. Oh, just, um, I'm not sure. I, I don't even, I can't even go back that far. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> you just keep going. It's, it's okay. I'm loving this no matter what. Yeah, I'm showing in the no chat room said, he said that we, we, we got whole math, and now we got bro math. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> Uh, do you know what was interesting, um, guys? I did not get a chance to talk to you after we did uh, the comedy at Stand Up. So what was up with those two guys? There were two guys that were laughing really loud at each other's jokes, and then uh, they were talking about how they want to suck each other's dicks while playing video games, but they can't do it because they're straight. Do you remember that? Yeah. I do remember that, yeah. I think, I think yeah, that was, was just... They were bromancing. I thought that oh, I thought he was doing a couple things. I thought he was telling himself, and I thought he was inviting uh, any other people with a joystick to come join them. Maybe he was. Maybe he was. Uh, uh, you know, it was very interesting. I mean, there were a lot of guys on the stage that night talking uh, pretty openly about um, uh, their dick sucking skills. Please, <laughs> so like, Sean said, we went from whole math to bro math. To gay, gay to, to gay gamers. <laughs> this is funny to the moon. Oh my goodness, gay gamers! I was just yeah. to figure out because clearly they were straight because he was saying he's the father of four daughters, but then he was really in love with his friend. But that was like bromancing, right? That's the term for that. They were just good friends. Bromance math on uh, your fault for listening. Bro- <laughs> bromance math. So it was kind of cute, kind of strange, but it was cool. They were really supporting. They were so, uh, laughing really loud at each other's jokes. So you know cool. what? Think about that. Maybe maybe bro maybe bromance math is a little cheaper, right? All you got to do is buy the right video game. And then you uh, get your dick sucked while you're playing the game. It's like uh, twice the entertainment. And uh, then, uh, if that's what you're into, then you could just do you could just do the same thing. And uh, man, uh, do you know what? Actually, actually that dude ruined heard. a bit for me. That dude absolutely <laughs> ruined a bit for me with that because I have a whole thing built about how men are simple creatures, and like uh-huh. if. If you just put a joint in their mouth and suck their dick while they're playing video games, like, you can get a whole house cleaned. 
Like, you can get (laughs) oils changed, cars taken care of. Like, it's it's a good move. It's a a great power move, right? Like, wait a minute. Did we just put it Is that a fantasy? You can't say that after him. Put a joint in his mouth and suck his dick. Yes, you can. Yes, you can, can, can. That is beautiful. I'm going to be thinking about that all week. Just put a joint in his, no, just I mean, put a joint in his mouth remote. and suck your You hear that, ladies? That is whole math, uh, uh, arithmetic, power uh, move. That, that power is a sexual uh, roundhouse kick. That's Damn, it is. It is. That's some Jackie Chan some shit work, right there. Motherfucker. Put a joint in his mouth and suck his dick. Ain't no dude ready for that. Ain't no dude ready for that. No. I mean, <laughs> the best it got me was the dude helped me move all of my shit out of a storage unit into a U-Haul, drove the U-Haul all the way down to Seattle, and loaded all of it up to my apartment fucking three floors up. So, I'm going to say that that home ass came at a value of about, <laughs> I don't know, how much would that cost you to hire? Like, a fucking two grand? <laughs> like... You're right. You're right. Damn. Yeah. Uh, damn. That's that's pretty good. That's some good yeah. whole math right there. Wait a minute. I need some stuff moved into a storage locker, and he got a truck. Okay. <laughs> Put a joint in his mouth and suck his dick, and and and, and I ain't got it. And uh, I'm done. Right? Maybe make him a sandwich afterwards. Some, you know, some lemonade. You know. Lemonade. Uh, wow. Eliminate. Oh. Eliminate. Well, this, cool this is very work. interesting because I once I did the questionnaire, uh, I asked uh, men and women, like from one to ten, what were the most important qualities uh, in men in the opposite sex, or doesn't have to be the opposite sex, just in a partner. Uh, so, um, and I questioned like about hundred people. So it was very here in the United States. I've done a similar back home too, and um, people were lots of men were saying. Uh, that um, so to have a best friend that you can play with and have sex, and she's cute. I mean, I think these were like three things that, in the end, uh, there was like I did a, a conclusion, uh, the results, and um, the analysis, and it was like the best good friend. Like they were saying, if my girlfriend was a or was a good friend who I can play with, and it was lots of video games. I guess it's the age or just the generational thing mentioned. Uh, and I can have sex with, and she's cute. These were the things they were talking about. What do you think about it? The men's perspective. Women's was a little bit different. I Very mean, I, you know. I would welcome a dude to chime in on that, but I have one thing to say, which is that... <laughs> I think men have two ideas of women that they want in their lives. And that particular description to me is a part that I like to play at in life. Uh, I'm too old for now, but I had a good run at it, which is known as side chicking. Side chicking is the girl that you go do fun shit with. You only show up to because you want her. Right, it's there's no obligation. There's no like I have to fucking hear you talk. Right, uh, <laughs> side chicks uh, in life notoriously have similar interests in men. Uh, in you know Renaissance Italy, they were some of the only women that were allowed to read. 
And the reason was so that they but could, uh, like, you know, drink with the men at night and talk to them. I was what wondering was if Modern Life, if we can make these two one. And, well, I hope I am the one. Oh, I have both. And uh, right. I believe and you are, too. I would say at the other end of the spectrum is, is that there's this, like, kind of mothering aspect that I think a lot of dudes really look for too. Not all men. I mean, there's a lot of grown ass men out there. I'm not saying that y'all can't do your own laundry or whatever, but, uh, then like dudes want to be nurtured a little bit too. They won't admit it. They don't want to talk about it, but they want it. Right. And that, that woman can represent the woman that just is like your ride or die. She's the one that makes sure that shit works for you in your life. Uh, she's the girl that like manages your children or like helps you with your children or raises your children. Uh, she has responsibility and you have obligation and responsibility to her. Right. It's a different type of security. Oh yeah, of course. Uh, and it comes with a different job code. Right. But it's still home ass. It's still fucking home ass. Yeah, uh, and I'm I'm not trying to say that all dudes even have side chicks, but like I think all dudes can say that they can look back at different relationships that they have had and see those two figures show up in their life and how they treated those relationships uh, and how like seriously involved they were with them. What did you say, Carmela? Yeah, a little bit. Freud referred to it in a way as the Madonna or complex. Um, it was more related to that they see they could see women in either two ways as as the you know, Madonna being like you know the Virgin Mary being their mother whatever and then the whore which would be like Mary Magdalene if you're looking at you know and uh, anything that would be just like a hoe so uh-huh. they were looking at it two ways and what Freud when he came up with this complex Freud was a fucker anyway but he um he was looking at like men couldn't have wouldn't have really have the ability to have sex if they viewed the woman as like their mother, which is bullshit, but you know, and then they want to have sex with the whore. That's how he was looking at it. But there are men that, that, that act that way. Like they, when they get married, a lot of guys are like, I'm looking for somebody that's, that's like my mother. And then they go out and look for the, the side chick. For the whore. And I get, you know, they're hoping, but some of these guys hope they get two for one. And that's you get buy some home out. They're looking for a two for one deal. Uh-huh. But other times, there's some guys that are like, I want somebody that's like my mother and quiet as kept. I'm going to do my own shit and go find the whore. I'm just going to do the basic stuff at home, you know, procreate, follow whatever, whatever uh, religious text they want to follow and and whatever their family told them how they should live their life, and here's the person for that. And they're not fulfilled, and they cheapen themselves, and then they go out and find somebody else so that they can explore all their sexual desires and hopefully don't feel guilty about it. Ah, so, okay. So you're saying if you have somebody doing some stuff that you think is naughty, you could feel guilty about it, and then that can kind of mess it up. And so you... You might need a, a substitute hole or whore or whore um, that fulfills the non-motherly uh, expectations or desires. Basically, 
Like, I mean, yeah, it doesn't even have to be scandalous. <laughs> what? There's this new age concept that's pretty yeah, funny now where they think that it's respectfully done by uh, stepping out on your relationships. Uh, admittingly, right? Like open relationships is a prime example of where a partner is deducing themselves to needs. And at some point they have deduced that they have needs that are not met by a singular partner, that they either have a need to emphatically sleep with a bunch of people or they, their relationships to those other people fulfill other needs, such as like intellectual stimulation or emotional support or whatever, right? <clears throat> and then some people do it scandalous-like. They just step the fuck out in their relationships. And then other people, uh, I, I suppose, in theory, in myth, uh, find somebody out there and both needs are met on both levels by one person. It does sound like a statistical fucking anomaly. I'll admit it. <laughs> well, right? well, I think it's and that's, normal. that's where betting and bargaining comes like into play always. with your motherfucking home ass. Well, Lydia, it's been like that because humans are complex and there is many different kinds of humans, many, many cultures, subcultures, etc. And we humans have uh, freedom and should have freedom, practice whatever sexual or relationship orientations we want, right? So that's the beauty of humans. We are different. Uh, but there is always a conflict because we don't exactly know what we want and we start relationships with wrong people or maybe our desires change, and then we have to, then things happen. But what I wanted to say about women, um, I believe that each woman has the mother and the whore and everything else in them. And it's possible to get, get in touch and have lots of fun in many different ways with your partner and in life. We just don't have, oh, we're just shy or we have some barriers. Uh, that's, that's pretty brilliant right there. That's pretty brilliant right there that each woman have. is a whore because and a mother. I am every woman. We know that I am every I woman. Am every woman. I am connected with every woman. So I'm a whore and a mother <laughs> at the same time. Uh, and I'm in touch with that. Uh, and uh, at this age, I don't have to do anything outrageous uh, to satisfy my desires. Uh, and you can find many different outlets. But what I'm saying is we do have that in us and we don't have to give up in relationships or men's or our, on ourselves uh, because we are every woman. Just wanted to make a little inspirational speech for women. <laughs> what Beautiful. do you think about it? <laughs> oh, wonderful. No, but think about this. Okay, so a comedian, T.K. Kaznick, had a, a joke where she said that uh, – some about being bisexual. She was saying that people think that when she says she's bisexual, that means 50-50, but she's really 70-30. She's way more into women than men. Well, if women are both the mother and the whore, Hopefully, if you've got I a woman that's uh, 80%... A fun life, or, I mean, I mean, you don't have to be a mother, but... Uh, it's still in us. The person who hates children and does not want to be a mother, not going to give birth to children, they're still mother because it's in us. I well, mean, and how about we instead of calling it motherly, mother, how about call it uh, how about call it Nestle? 
like you know, like 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 um, or nesting. You know, like they can create a nice nest, a home, or um, or just if you're seeing the day to day needs, if you're seeing the basic needs of another person, like that's mm-hmm. that's it. If you're making sure another person eats, if you're like taking into account how they live or how they survive, or like the shit stains on their laundry, or you know whatever. Exactly. Like that's exactly. concern for their yeah. feelings. Yeah, you're like, oh, they're. Um, they look kind of, you know, they, they seem kind of, uh, you know, tight today or upset or blah, 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 you know? Yeah. And that was math I mean, that led me. Yeah. That was, that was math that led me to really be, like, bring out the, the, the horse side of that equation. It was why, like, I entered into, uh, yeah. like, side chicking for eight years was that, like, the responsibility of, like, I don't know, being supportive wait, 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 of that wait, dude. Wait, wait, I misunderstood you. You were side chicking for eight years. That's what you were saying. Yeah, we're talking about the whole I, math I of side chicking. Than, <laughs> yeah, I as the side chick lasted longer than some of this dude's girlfriends that were like live-ins and like you know. Uh, and I I have been around since before uh, his current partner, who is also his baby mama, right. I got I got tricked into that scenario because I was in my 20s, and uh, he said they had an arrangement. Yeah, you should check that arrangement, girl. Like, you should check in with her about that arrangement before you just believe <laughs> that they have mm-hmm. an arrangement. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, well, he had his own arrangement. He, he had like, his does own she know that he's arranging stuff around her life? Mm-hmm. Around her yeah, schedule, right. and we worked mm-hmm. together. We uh, we were coworkers, right? So it seemed fun. We were shagging at work, and that shit's hot, yo. Like fucking at work, that's that's hot shit. Uh, Extra but breaks. I did not suspect. <laughs> I did not suspect that one day I would answer the business line. You know, like hello, this is Lydia, and she's all like, "Yeah, the fuck it is, Lydia. Do you know who the fuck this is?" And I'm like, "Ah, uh, no." <laughs> the one who doesn't know there's an arrangement. In my office, if you can hold one moment, please. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Shit, you not put that phone on hold? Fucking walked it back into my office, checking the phone number. I see it's blocked, and I'm like, oh shit. Ah, get back on the phone with her, and she read me the motherfucking riot act. Like, she schooled my ass so hard, and I put up with every single thing that girl had to say to me. Right. Uh, and in that minute, though, I I had a, a hopefany. Right. Because hearing her, <laughs> hearing the pain in this girl's voice as she's like asking me for the dirty details about what the fuck we're doing. And she wants to know if I'm in love with him. And I'm like, ah, no, girl, obviously not. Like, I see how he's treating you. And that ain't cool. That's not lovable. That doesn't look sexy. Ow. I'm sorry. Like, and I, I knew at the time I wasn't making it any better to her. But I felt like the, the best and only thing I could do was just be honest to her. Because he obviously had not been. Uh, and I knew that she wanted all the dirt so that she could, like, leave him. And she did, you know, she made the right decision, and I was stupid enough to, like, hit him back up six months later, and he again told me he was single, and that again turned out not to be true. So anyways, I was, I was side-checked for eight years with this dude, and uh, it, 
you would think that that's, that's bad home ass, but I realized looking at that dude that, like, the Madonna in his life, like, definitely had a worse shtick than I did. He never fucking yelled at me. He never told me what to do. He never, like, asked me to clean up after him. I wasn't going to have his motherfucking baby. You know? You, like, you didn't have to watch his, you didn't have to watch his draws. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's real when she was like, you were getting the best of him. And that was the whole epiphany. Is I was like, oh, fuck. You're right. <laughs> right? And that defined me for a little while, unfortunately, where I was like, oh, the best it gets with the dude is to be the preference. Right? Not the obligation. Now, my whole math has changed a little bit because not all dudes are like that. Right? But I had some serious schooling on uh, some of the benefits and or challenges to the number one or, like, the wife position, it it, it still doesn't really look appealing to me. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? I came across a very interesting fact the other day. Like, older people, they stay single as well. There's uh, lots of uh, uh, single senior citizens, and this is about dating after 65. And uh, uh, people fall in love, people have relationships. And uh, apparently men want to get married, but majority of women, they're done and they don't want to get married ever, but they want to have a friendship and a relationship. So that's kind of interesting. Well, well who was married He's before? all like needing a, per- a nurse and she's all like, I just finally want to relate to somebody. <laughs> Sean in the chat room said, so, side chick. Uh, it's kind of like whole math, but the side chick gets paid on credit. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. Mm -hmm. And then he wrote, and then he wrote, uh, he he wrote, uh, cash. Yeah, he he wrote, uh, he a two finger booty boy. Let me know what she said. He said. They laugh. What? They laugh. I don't know what you mean. Fun <laughs> oh, no, I ain't even gonna credit that one. <laughs> he said, uh, "He said that band. He said that damn Bible tricked you not to get your lady's nuts off. Preacher got you breaking bread, not busting nuts." <laughs> damn. It's like, um. Yeah, uh, so what you're really talking about here is there are so many calculations more than just um, he likes me and I like him that uh, or he likes he or she likes her. There's so many calculations you got to make before you commit yourself to a a particular, uh, you know, um, whole math arithmetic, you know. Yes, and I suggested that let's uh, learn horror arithmetic first and then move on to a next level because it seems like we don't even have that right. And then we try to tackle a higher level. Of course, it's not going to work. You're right. The basics, right? Because horror math. But the problem is 
you got to understand the horrors of mom and dad math even before you um you know uh, uh let your privates hit the air you know mm-hmm. um <laughs> right um um yeah because humans have shown that we do that in behavior for thousands of years well uh you know when i heard about how uh in some kind of um medieval times the king would get the chance to uh for lack of a better term test drive all the virgins on the, you know before their wedding it was not you know, medieval it was happening until the later until the later times like beginning of 20th century and even it happens in some areas now really yep well, we wow. were talking the other day about the child marriage when they marry nine and ten and eleven year olds. I mean, what can you expect after that? Anything, anything, anything horrific is probably on on the menu if that's happening, right? So um, okay. Horrible, horrible mess, and there is no. Well, there ain't no math on that one, right? That's like someone. Um, any right. You got no, yeah, yeah. You got no. You don't get to do no calculations yourself. You don't get to do any math yourself. You know, um, I, 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 I'm really still curious. This tragedy. At least we are in charge, and if our home math is messed up, we are in charge of it. But you know, some people don't even get the chance. You know, I'm sitting there thinking about so we can do a quick recap, and since we lost a little energy, and we can stop uh, yeah. any time y'all want to, but uh, I want to just do a re- re- quick recap. Than I was in- hmm. What did you say? I was intending. It, it was longer. Yeah, exactly. Than no, no, we did. We did an hour and thirty-eight minutes, and that's that's about plenty. Um, I can. Uh, and so uh, let's just wrap this episode up, and because that way we don't lose our ability to do it again and desire to do it again, because this is really good. But to wrap up the whole math, from what I'm seeing, um, uh, uh, maybe the the best whole math a guy can get if he can, um, if he can uh, 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 roll that way. Would be that, uh, um, you know, they get that other gamer uh, slobbing on his knob while he's playing the game because it is, there's not a lot of extra of, uh, um, stuff you got to do, right? So um, that's for like the uh, um, the the autistic one track mind, you know. You know, uh, look, everybody just needs uh, somebody to love and love them and. Uh, and everybody's so different. I mean, it seems to me uh, like uh, basically there's no way to sum up the whole math because there's so many different layers. My mind is just blown on all the calculations, um, a whole, uh, just at the arithmetic, at the whole arithmetic level you'd have to be able to do. I want to thank um, Leah, the psycholinguist, uh, and Lydia, the death doula, and Carmela, and Sean for joining us on this episode of Wake and Bake Sunday Morning, uh, Funny to the Moon, Whole Math Edition. Wow. Uh, it was a pleasure. Uh, we maybe went 10 minutes too long, but it was wonderful. Thank you both. What do you think? And say goodbye. Um, I had a great time. Thank you, everyone. It was a pleasure. I learned a lot. Uh, so hope to do this again. Most Have definitely. a great day, everyone.
I look forward to y'all. Yes. See y'all later. Maybe uh, for Science Monday. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Lydia. Thank you, Leah. Thank you, Carmela. Thank you, Sean. Bye. Bye. Bye.